0: Hey beautiful, have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror since his affair and asked yourself, who in the world is that woman looking back at me? Have you felt like you've lost your identity? You don't know who you are anymore and you really don't know how to find yourself again, how to rediscover who you really are. Well, I wanna help you with that very thing over the next two episodes. We are gonna break this down for you And I'm going to share with you how to reclaim your identity after betrayal. So stay tuned. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone, help me climb out of the dark, miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her, must have been my fault, and this pain, it'll never go away. Until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful Grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch, and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Welcome back to the show, beautiful. We are gonna have a two-parter with this one because we've got a lot to cover. I really wanna help you with the struggle that many of us face after we have found out that our husbands have had an affair, or maybe it's a pornography addiction or both, but nonetheless, we've lost ourselves in their betrayal. We look at ourselves in the mirror and we really don't know who we are anymore. We look at this woman staring back at us and say, who Who am I? You know, what, what has happened to me? We have lost the zeal of life. And we don't know how to reclaim it. So I want to break it down for you and really help you with that. You know, Psalm 55, verse 12 and 13 says, If an enemy were insulting me, I could endure it. But it is you, my companion, my close friend. You know, David understood betrayal very, very well. And in Psalm 55, he talks about being betrayed at a very deep level by someone very, very close to him. And he talks about the anguish. He talks about the deceit that he found out about. He talks about the brokenheartedness and the effects that it has upon him. And he cries out to God in anguish over this betrayal because he knows his God He knows that God understands him and he knows that God is the only one that can ultimately heal him. And so I want to have that as the overarching verse for this two part little mini series on how to reclaim your identity after betrayal, because I want you to know, beautiful God understands betrayal. Jesus was betrayed at the worst level. He was sold for 30 pieces of silver. So he understands what it's like to have someone so close to you betray you. And really break the trust and the bond, the covenant that they have with you. So I know you are listening to this broadcast because you yourself have been betrayed. Your heart has been broken. It has been shattered to pieces because the one who you gave your heart to actively lied to you. He shattered his marital vows and the sacred intimacy with you. He did this physically and mentally and emotionally. And he wrecked your relationship. Well, I want you to know that I've also experienced that same agony of betrayal. And it's brutal to say the least. I remember what it was like when I had all of that information come flooding in when I read the words that my husband was actually saying to another woman, realizing he had been giving his affections to someone else for a two year period. And still today, there are times where I say, did this really happen? But yes, it really did. And you know, sometimes you remember and the pain can be very real, but I want you to know, That the wounds, the devastation, the pain, the loss, the grief, you can heal from all of these. You can rewire your mind, your heart can be mended, your body can release the trauma, and you can go on. Will they remember these things? Will your body and your mind and your, and your soul remember these things? Of course they will because you've been wounded at a deep level. Betrayal is one of the most painful experiences that you can go through in your life. And being injured in this way by the one that you love so deeply carries with it a very devastating consequence. And it creates a profound spiritual, emotional, and psychological trauma that impacts you to your core and beautiful, as time goes on, we gain some distance from the damage. We do. We start to begin to grasp and conceptualize the reality of what happened. We start to look at it from a place of clarity, and the tears are not as much, and the anguish in our heart starts to lessen the longer we are away from actual D-Day. Now, we might At some point, you know, look at it and be triggered by it. But with God's help, with his healing and his strength, we can actually move on from this. There is a hope that rises up within us. And the hope is that from the very ashes of the devastation of betrayal, the ashes of our agony and loss and brokenness, that we will come away with this something special and precious within us. And even something beautiful can emerge from it while we're on our healing journey and take us into a beautiful destiny, which is what God desires for us. Now, I will say that some of you, like me, have probably learned by now that life, it, it doesn't spare us heartache, does it? We have suffering We have grief, we have betrayal, there's pain, disillusionment, and we can all be left feeling stunned and paralyzed and hopeless, but you also have the choice to either stay there or grow from it. Now, I have observed that the experience of betrayal provides an opportunity for growth. We can come out on the other side of betrayal so much better than we've ever been before. God can use it in our life as a refining fire to take us to new levels. I believe that's why the enemy fights us so hard. I believe that's why we are attacked at our identity. Because if the enemy of our soul can keep us from recognizing and stepping back into our true identity, he can keep us dismantled. He can keep us devastated and in the pain and the yuck and the mire and just the devastation of it all. But that's not what God desires, right? I believe that because of the way the enemy works and because we are human beings and we do suffer you know, the pain and the agony of just everyday life. I believe it's because of the experiences that we have and the betrayal that we actually start to question our identity at our very core. We start to look at ourselves and we say, well, who in the world am I? Who am I now that this has happened to me? What do I really believe about myself? And beautiful, I would even ask you this, are you in agreement with what your husband's actions have said and declared about who you are. In other words, what happened to you, is that the identity that you've taken on? Well, by the end of this two-part episode, I'm praying that you come into the truth that what has been done to you, it does not define you. It's not who you really are. My prayer is that you will emerge with the defining truth that your very identity is as a woman of god now like many women in the early days of the devastation after we find out that we've been betrayed we have these false core beliefs and these thoughts that start ruminating in our mind that create these identity statements that just wreck our hearts You know, I wasn't good enough was one of the main things that I told myself over and over and over. I couldn't even keep my husband, you know, uh, for myself. Like he, he ventured elsewhere. What in the world is missing, lacking within me that he would venture somewhere else? And it felt like this was truth. It really felt true. I thought that, you know, these things about myself were really, really true. And I fought them day in and day out. These thoughts inundated my mind. They tormented me. And many women who've been betrayed, they know that this is an all-out attack on your body, your soul, and your psyche. Now, for me, it required a strength beyond myself to even begin to lift myself out of the muck and the mire of all the distorted thoughts and beliefs that you know, I brought upon myself and the enemy also brought upon me to weaken me, to break me down, to make me be swallowed up by them so that I would be rendered useless and powerless. And it was an all-out battle, again, against my mind, against my body, against my soul, and against my very psyche. But I believe honestly, in the deepest inmost being within me, that today I am free and my identity in Christ Jesus is secure. And I believe that someone else's choices, my husband's choices and his actions, well, they were not a reflection of me. They're not a reflection of my worth, whether or not my uh, character was good enough. No, no. God showed me the truth. He showed me that I was worth more. The enemy wanted me tattered. He wanted me beaten up and he wanted the pain to overtake me. But I began to realize as God revealed things to me that the precious gems that started to come through the healing journey of betrayal were beautiful messages from him about who I really was. He, said that I am precious, that I am breathtakingly beautiful. I'm faithful, gentle, worthy to be loved, worthy to be cherished, and worthy to be loyal to. He revealed to me that He was the one that made me more than enough. And I shouldn't question that any, any longer. My value and my worth was never an issue. What was done to me was not the defining factor of who I really was. God also used the opportunity through betrayal to take me deeper with him, to further heal me from past traumas that I still needed to be healed from. And he did heal them and he repaired me. And I truly know that he began a good work. And he is going to finish it. And he started with the pain and the mess of the betrayal that I went through. And I know that's exactly what he wants to do. He revealed to me my strength. And I continue to grow as I help other women just like you find hope and healing from the devastation of their husband's betrayal and learn who you are in Christ Jesus and this is an honor and a privilege I don't take lightly and it brings joy to my soul so the Lord spoke to my heart and he said Lisa your identity is in me and who I say you are that is who you are child Man looks on the outward appearance, but I look at your heart because I created you. I see you. I hear you. I know you. And daughter, you are secure in me and beautiful. I believe this is God's heart for you as well. So what can we do about it? What can we do to reclaim our identity as Christ desires us to? Well, I want you to know that many women who've been betrayed scramble to pick up the pieces of a broken heart after they discover that their husband has had an affair or that they are addicted to pornography. That's when we start to question who we are, if we're good enough, you begin to believe things like, I'm not a good wife because my husband cheated on me and sought pleasure maybe through pornography addiction um, or an affair rather than me. Or you might've thought to yourself, I'm not pretty enough, skinny enough, curvy enough. So my husband went outside of the marriage to seek beauty. Or maybe you thought, how can I be a good friend and mom if I can't even keep my marriage intact? or beautiful, many women have thought those things, just like you, and have felt shattered and lost after betrayal. And it's like who you are no longer exists, and everything that you thought to be true is seen and felt as a lie. And you begin to have these limiting beliefs because the ruminating thoughts that go over and over in your mind, and they're not in line with your true identity. You see, beautiful, the enemy of your soul, Satan, seeks to steal, kill, and destroy who you are at the core. And he does this by causing you to believe that you are less than, that you are not worthy of, and never good enough. He seeks to have you change your true identity for a victim identity, one who is betrayed, let down, damaged, broken, beyond repair. And this is is a tactic of the enemy of your soul. John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. You see, beautiful, Jesus came so you could live in your true identity. Not a victim identity, but your true identity. What's been done to you does not define you. Again, the Lord told us in scripture that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free, John eight thirty two. Hear me on this beautiful. Your identity is not found in your husband's sins. Your identity is not found in his betrayal, his affair, his pornography addiction, what he's done to you, the web of consequences from his wrong choices in your marriage, your identity is rooted, grounded, and found in the risen Savior, Jesus Christ. And it can be easy to wrestle with God about who you are now that you've been through something so devastating like the betrayal. I know that. And it can seem that that is what's going to define you. But I want you to know the honest truth. If you can't identify who you are in Christ, your faith will be crippled. And from there, every other relationship in your life will start to fail. So securing your own relationship in Christ Jesus is key to healing your broken heart, to healing and releasing the trauma from your body, rewiring your mind and, and really healing you at the soul level. So before you can even begin to attempt, to heal your marriage. You, beautiful, must be healed. Knowing who you are in Christ is key to any relationship, especially your relationship with yourself. Your identity can't walk out in confidence if you don't understand the depth of God's love for you, who he says you are, and he's lavished his love by stretching out his arms on that cross for you. You can't love well if you don't experience His love first. And the scriptures remind us of how much God loves us. In 1 Peter 2, 9, it says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Our citizenship is awaiting us in heaven. Abba. Your Father in heaven has given you a crown of beauty, the oil of gladness, a garment of praise, and an everlasting joy. That's from Isaiah 61, three and seven. Now, I know that we all have a negative narrative that cycles in our head and in our heart, right? But that needs to be replaced with godly beliefs that speak truth and life to us, that breathe into us. And it takes discipline to silence the lies that have influenced you since the betrayal. It also takes discipline to persuade the course of your life. The narrative that you have with yourself will determine the decisions that you make in every relationship that you share. That means any relationship, beautiful family, friends, coworkers, everybody. And that was a challenge for me. When I was battling my own battle after the betrayal that I went through, the self-worth battle, the questions of my own identity, not being good enough, you know, my value as a beautiful woman of God, as a cherished bride. I want you to know that pornography addiction and an affair I know that it can strip all ideas of beauty from your mind. I get it because we look at it and say, well, I must not have been beautiful enough for him to go and seek beauty elsewhere. It can cause you to question, how am I to compete with the airbrushed images? How can I compete with, you know, all of the Hollywood fantasies that are out there? How can I compete with the younger woman? And and it goes on and on and on but God clearly did not wire you nor I to be like them. And beautiful reality is this, it's airbrushed, it's Hollywood, it's not real. And even if it was an affair, the dopamine rush, the high that comes from that is not real. And so trying to compete with something that's not real is going to go nowhere fast. So let me tell you this much. I've since learned that our husbands really don't desire us to be like Hollywood. They don't desire us to be like the ones that are in Playboy or on the pornography sites or the one who's having the affair. They might come back and gaslight us and say that they do, but reality is, They don't want us to be like that. Why? Because that's not true intimacy. That's not true emotional connection. That's fantasy. And when push comes to shove, that's not really who they desire in a wife. Remember that. So having the clarity to separate the truth of what I'm telling you from the lies will help you to reestablish your identity. Knowing that you are accepted, secure, significant, you're chosen, claimed, you're a precious daughter of Christ, these are key for your healing and for your wholeness. And this is worth speaking out every single day because these are truths. Speak them out over yourself, over your home, over your family. It's a powerful tool against the enemy. Listen, beautiful, God did not call you to be a weak vessel. You're not, you're not of lesser value. You're not diminished by, you know, his sinful actions. You're not defined by his sin or the choices that he made. You are not unworthy to someone else's love. And you're not too far lost in this betrayal to be rescued by the creator of the universe. God is here for you. He's made you enough. He says you're worthy. You're chosen. You are bought by the blood of Jesus. You're forgiven. You're beautiful, redeemed, a child of the living God. And this should be your declaration day in and day out so that the enemy of your soul cannot steal, kill, and destroy any longer. God wants you to rest in him. He did it all for you. So are you ready to embrace your eternal identity? What do you currently see your image right now being rooted in? God says you are his image bearer. That's who you are. You're made in his image. Do you see yourself that way? What evidence is there that Christ is working in your life? Well, I want you to know that Romans 8, 1 says, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if you are speaking condemnation over yourself, you're speaking those negative words over yourself, stop it right now because that is not of God. Speak words of life and not words of death. So beautiful, I want to really quick give you your first two steps to reclaim your identity, okay? Okay. I have eight of them. That's why this is going to be a two-part series. But I want to give you your first two steps today. And then on Friday, I'm going to release the second part of this. So the first one is begin with Christ. You've got to know whose you are beautiful. Who do you belong to first? Find your identity in being a daughter of the king before any other title that you take on. Your identity is not in what you do. It's not what's been done to you. Find your identity first in Christ. In Him, you are enough, forgiven, beautiful, redeemed, delivered, healed, whole, free, worthy to be loyal to, worthy to be loved, worthy to be cherished. You are a child of God. That's who you are. So step back, take some time over the next few days, and just write out who you are in Christ. And beautiful below in the show notes, I have a link that you can click on. And if you want my free document on verses that say who you are in Christ so that you can print them out for yourself and that you can keep them at the forefront of who you are, by all means, click that link below. That's my free gift to you. I want you grounded in your identity in Christ. So Click on that link below and make sure to grab that free gift for yourself. All right, let's talk about the second step to reclaim your identity. Know who you are as a woman. And I want you to know these are in succinct order for a purpose, okay? You've got to know, you've got to begin with Christ. And the second one is you have to know who you are as a woman first, right? You are a beautiful woman of God created in his image. God said, you are very good, right? You're not someone else's object, not someone's doormat, punching bag, emotional baggage handler. No, you're bold, courageous, vivacious, passionate, smart, creative. These are words that define you, beautiful. They define who you are at the core Once again, not what you do, but who you are. So what I would love to challenge you with is to take some time to write out on a piece of paper adjectives that describe you. Do not go down the road of the negative. No negative words there because that's not of God. All right. So if you're putting fat and not enough and all this stuff, stop it. (laughs) Okay. Just stop it that is not of god but re- that's why i gave you a few to start out with bold courageous vivacious passionate smart creative etc start there define yourself allow god to speak to your heart and let the adjectives begin to flow some of you are a helper you're compassionate you're slow to anger you're gentle you're full of joy And if you're struggling with it, reach out to your safe people, those who are closest to you and say, look, I am redefining my identity right now because of everything I'm going through. Can you give me maybe five adjectives that come to mind when you think about who I am, the words that describe me and let them do that for you. That's what I did. That's what I did early on. And the words that came back, they were healing to my soul because people saw me for who I really was in Christ. And that helped me to really step into my true identity. And I would challenge you to do the very same. So beautiful. We're going to end part one there, gives you a couple things to chew on until Friday's episode. Download that free Who I Am in Christ. That's my free gift to you. And then, you know, really reach out to some people, describe who you are, do that little exercise. It'll really start to help recapture who you are at the core, who God created you to be. Beautiful, I pray that this episode helped you. I pray it inspired you, spoke life into you. And I can't wait to bring Friday's episode to complete this so you can start stepping into your true identity. See you Friday. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your Breakthrough Coaching Call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, And always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.